Welcome to the Man Whore Podcast. Hey there, hey there, whores. What's up, sluts? What's up, heteroamorous bisexuals? This is Billy Persida, and you are listening to the Man Whore Podcast. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back. Hope you had a great week. If you're new to the program, uh, I'm your humble host, Billy Persida, comedian in New York City, and this is the program where every week I sit down with my past hookups and former lovers and, uh, and the occasional special guest to talk about sex, dating, sexuality, and gender. So welcome to our, uh, to our lovely abode. Abode? No, this is a podcast, not a home. So that would be, that's a weird word for me to put in there, but... <laughs> Anyways, verbals aside, uh, hi everyone, how are we doing? I want to start off this week's episode, I want to say thank you to uh, a couple of podcasts that said some lovely nice things. The, the brand new Pod Hard podcast, it's a, uh, it's a podcast where every week uh, the host Scott Black, he reviews a few podcasts. It's a short like 20 minute show and he'll just like, you know, find... Uh, some podcasts to talk about, even ones that he's not into the topic. Uh, Mr. Scott Black, he also hosts another another podcast called Hot Steaming Pod. Uh, he gave me a brief shout out on the pod hard, called my show Refreshing. Yeah, and then he kind of went into a longer, he brought it up on his bigger podcast, the Hot Steaming Pod, where uh, him and his fellow Aussie folk just chit-chat about things and... Uh, yeah, they brought they, they talked about the Manhor podcast for a little bit. And so that was fun, very nice of them. You guys should check out the show or at least, you know, the episode where they talk about me because we all know that I am my favorite topic of conversation. And I would assume if you're listening to this program, I am at least somewhere in your top, I don't know, 20 topics. So uh so thank you to Scott Black and those lovely kind words. Man, I had a day, or I had a week, I had quite the weekend. Busy, busy, busy weekend. I am tired. I, I did a open mic in a, in a subway. This is comedy open mic in a subway station here in New York City at the Union Square uh, subway station on Sundays. And man, let me tell you, that was weird. It was fun. You try, we tried to do crowd work. The people passing by accidentally turns. It was like a fine line between catcalling and doing crowd work. It was very strange. Trying to toe the line. Uh, thank you, everybody, by the way, for all your, your lovely emails, your tweets, your Facebook messages, uh, all that stuff. Thank you so much uh, for all the things you guys say to me. They make me feel all warm and bubbly inside. It's nice to know uh, I'm, I'm doing something right. I'm being appreciated. <laughs> uh, you know, because you guys know you can always uh, tweet at me at the Billy Persida and use the hashtag ManhorPodcast. And, and obviously, uh, my email address is ManhorPod at gmail.com. You know, if you want to email me your comments, your questions, uh, your boobies in some cases, thanks to all the women who are sending their fan boobs, those are definitely being put to good use. And to those who are getting their Man Whore Podcast condoms, you're welcome. And to those of you who don't know, uh, you know, I've got my own personal line of condoms, okay, customized Man Whore Podcast condoms. You can get one, too, for free. Very easy. Go, it makes, first of all, obviously, make sure you are subscribed to the Man Whore Podcast on iTunes. On the iTunes, if you go write a review for the show and take a screenshot of yourself writing the review, all you've got to do is email... That screenshot and your address to me at manhorpod at gmail.com. Send over your address and that screenshot, and I will mail you a free Manhor Podcast condom to say thank you for listening to the show uh, and showing some love or hate. You don't have to write a positive review. What, guys, I'm not here to bribe you. I just want your honest feedback. Uh, but, you know, if you can say I have pretty eyes, that, I mean, that'll, that would be nice and make me smile. Then you can shit on my show. Or say awesome, lovely things like pretty much everyone else has. <laughs> uh, you know, guys, so, you know, something I wanted to talk about. I didn't get to talk about it last week. So I was too busy going on and on about the newsroom, which uh, ugh, I'm excited in like 45 minutes. 
is the season finale. But so, um, so a couple of weeks ago, I went back to Hacienda uh, to the to their next party, uh, the orgy. For those of you not aware of Hacienda, it's a party, a sex party I go to uh, on occasion. The gal who I would have brought, uh, we scheduling stuff couldn't make it happen. So I, I, I was like, you know what? No, I'm, I'm still gonna go. I'll go as a solo guy. It'll be cool. It'll be good for me to practice being social with other people. That's fine, even if those people aren't wearing clothes uh, or have someone else's dick in their mouth. It's good for me to practice talking to that person. Uh, <laughs> so, so I went back, uh, I, and I knew I had a friend who was gonna be there, so I knew there was someone I could talk to as like a safety valve. Which for me, even at a clothed party, uh, I need like someone kind of as an anchor in case I'm just feeling super shy, need to come back. Because let me tell you if, you, if you think it's odd feeling shy at just like a regular house party, imagine if you're feeling shy at that house party and everyone's fucking around you. It's, it's not nearly as much fun. So I go to the party and I had a good time. I talked to people. I met new folks, some sexy people, uh, had a little bit of fun, play, played with a new gal. Why do I bring it up? I'm not trying to brag that I went to a sex party. What I'm saying is I have been feeling all mushy-gushy because at this party, there's a lot of poly people. There's a lot of love in the room or in the house. And it's going to be around 4.30, 5 a.m. And so, you know, the gal I was playing with earlier, she went back to, like, her master and her her um, lady dom. So she was kind of like back in her comfort zone everyone was kind of either paired off or tripled off or you know everyone was kind of there with people they knew me i'm just a guy by myself with like one friend there who you know she was she's fairly occupied and so it's going to be like 5 a.m i'm thinking okay i think i'll go because everyone seems you know taken right now and I left there kind of being like, you know what, I wish I had, I mean, like, listen, you guys know I, I have quite a bit of of uh, of the sex, but, you know, I really do want to have that person, like, I could be leaving the sex party with. I don't, you know, a bunch of couples, they were all leaving together. Or there were people who were just lovingly in a little little love pile of cuddles of I don't even know how many people together. And I, you know, I had fun. I met new people. I had some good sexy times. But ultimately, I was leaving that party alone to go back to a bed by myself. And, you know, that wasn't as much fun. Because, I, you know, listen, I'm I'm a man whore with a heart of gold. You know, the, the thing I really want is... That special someone or some people, um, ones who make me feel loved and cared for and special. And not that like I'd have to even be their one and only, but to know that I'm more than just a fuck. I don't know. It's cool being told I'm good at giving oral or I'm a good kisser or whatever. But I don't know. I just, I, I'm, I like to think I'm more than that. Cause I'm a pretty good fucking boyfriend. Let me say that. I mean, I listen, I'm trying to get Arissa to come on to the podcast. She, Arissa is like my only girlfriend I've ever had. And I wish she could come on. Cause like she, she'll test like Billy's kind of adorable as a boyfriend. So I don't know. I would like that. But I'm not looking. I'm not going to like obsess and search for it because I know that's the exact way that you don't find it. You don't find love by looking for it. It's got to just kind of happen. I just, you know, it'd be nice if it would happen sooner than later because I don't know. That way is when I leave the sex party, I don't come home and cuddle with a big tin of caramel popcorn like I did the other week. Okay, I've now talked myself down into this like all depressing state of a uh, listen guys just uh, TLDR semicolon 
Billy's kind of adorable and would like someone to fucking love him besides just fuck him. Uh, but until then, uh, I'm going to enjoy this whole sex thing because sex is pretty fucking awesome. Okay, um, amping up, amping up. Guys, not everything's sad, even though we all die in the end, right? No? Okay. Hi. <laughs> this week's guest. This week, we've got, uh, I've got quite the treat. I've got my friend Monica. Monica is a, uh, is a fellow comedian. We, she, <laughs> as you can see in the title, uh, she's an older lady than myself. We, we hooked up back when I was in college, like my, my junior year of college, junior, senior year of college. Uh, <laughs> we, we met at a comedy show that we were both on and chit-chatted. And it's funny because like I thought she was younger and she thought I was older and <laughs> our margins kind of intersected enough to, uh, to fool around, have some fun. She caught me in my, uh, the earlier points of my, my sexual career, if you will. Uh, I wasn't... I won't say I was the best lover back then, but I was energetic. And I, I, it was really fun to sit down with her and chit-chat about various things. You know, uh, I would say our sex life together was pretty straightforward. It wasn't anything too crazy or different. Um, stop. Don't feel too bad for me. Someone's going to love me eventually. It's going to be okay. I'm going to be fine. Guys, I'm going to be okay. I'm feeling hopeful. Look at me, guys. Billy's fine. Billy's smiling. I mean, I'm forcing the smile, but hey, it's okay. It's going to be okay. Okay, I'm going to watch the series finale of the newsroom. I'll feel fine. Let's, let's go in into me and Monica. You are such a lovely, non-chauvinistic guy. I'm, I'm glad I got that on mic. Uh, this is for a record, and then I can... That's right. I can just play that on loop. You are probably one of the least chauvinistic people I know. Uh, the next first date I go on, I'm just going to take my phone and I'm going to put it out and play that clip on loop as I go to the bathroom. Go ahead. So she's like, oh, other people said that. Yeah. Yes. You uh, have my approval. <laughs> um, well, well, hello, Monica. Well, hello, Billy. How are you doing? I'm doing all right on this rainy, rainy day. It's a great uh, rich white woman voice. Oh, well, thank you. You know, I've been... Um, practicing ever since i was born <laughs> i don't have the rich part down but certainly the white well i don't know you you live so low it, <laughs> i know i figure at your age like you're supposed to live by yourself <laughs> this it was a big deal to finally you know it's funny because not being from new york a lot of my friends didn't understand why uh you have roommates mm -hmm. in your 30s in new york or even past so it was a really big deal for me to get my own place <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, you were, even like, what was it, five years ago, you had your own place, right? No, no? I had a roommate. Oh. That was, yeah, that was that two-floor thing. I had a roommate. He just was never there. He's, ah, okay, okay, <laughs> one of those. So we worked out swimmingly. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Uh, yeah, no, it's been, you, you always seem to have like a swank pad, though. It's always like. I find some good deals. I've been really lucky, knocking yeah. on wood. That also except your big fucking dog. I can I tell you something? I found this place and I told them I had a bulldog and they could hardly wait to meet him. And then later on, I found out the uh, landlady is actually a little bit scared of dogs. So it's pretty miraculous. You have a scary fucking dog. He's not scary. He's a big boy. Well, he's big, but. And then he's just overly affectionate from what I remember. He is, which is funny because, yeah, if people are afraid, then. They don't understand. He thinks he's human and he likes humans much more than other dogs. So he definitely is like, oh, yeah, hi, you're here to pet me, right? Cool. Yeah, I well, he. Are you afraid of him, Billy? No, I'm not afraid. I'm just saying he he interrupted. He's a beast. He, he kind of interrupted one time. And Ugh, the he's one, such a cock block. The one, the one memory I have of him is uh, is is uh, he just went up behind me and when we were in media race. Uh, <laughs> that's not how that term goes. <laughs> I tried. I think people know what you're talking about. I tried to use like Latin or something or Greek. I don't know. I just try to sound. I don't smart. think it was as bad as when it happened with my husband, though. But I don't. Would recall. he like regularly go lick buttholes of like random men? Is that? <laughs> well, no. He first of all, he's definitely a cock block in the sense that when I was married, there was one specific time that I still think is incredibly hilarious. I'm sure my ex husband does not, but uh, he actually was asleep. The dog. Uh, we were missionary, and then all I saw was my husband at the time just turn around and be like, what, 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 the, what the hell? And as he turned around, I see the dog with his floppy ears just 
humping away on my husband's ass. <laughs> and he had like huge claw marks in his butt cheeks and stuff. And I Ooh. thought it was hilarious, but it was definitely a boner killer. Wait, but did he keep going? Because that's always the question. It's like, oh, the dog goes no, on the trash. No, 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 that ended. Because I kept going. I know, you're a champ. I was you're a champ. <laughs> but he didn't, did he hump you or he no, just he licked w- your... No, he just started licking my butt. And I was like, yo, <laughs> I even had a la- ladies haven't even done that to me yet. Let's settle down <laughs> one thing at a time. Uh, I got my ass licked, not by Monica, but at Monica's. My, that, was, that was my first rim job, uh, sadly. <laughs> Who would have who would have thought though? Uh, years later, I would discover that's an amazing thing. It's well, see, this is the difference because I forgot about that, but clearly something like that leaves an impression. Yeah, yeah, so. kind of sticks with you. Yeah. It's, it's that's always and only going to be my one thought of him. You're welcome. <laughs> um, so you did mention uh, you mentioned the the ex husband. Yeah, that means you are uh, of the divorced persuasion. I totes am in the D club. The D club. The D club. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and and that was how long ago again? Now. Okay. Well, the thing is, you split and then you get divorced, which you may know from your parentals but <laughs> mine are way more complicated i know i know See, mine I know. are they do the, the well you split and then you get back together and you split yeah. then you cheat then you get back together again then you split right. and then like maybe you get divorced 10 years later larry miller had a great line about that a long time ago but it stuck with me where he's like i don't understand these couples that get married they get divorced and then they get married again he's like isn't that kind of like taking the milk out of the refrigerator discovering it's sour but then putting it back in and saying maybe it'll be good tomorrow (laughs) you know Um, i just think my dad's bad at dividing by two that's the way i see it (laughs) well i was gonna ask you but well i'll I'll answer your question first um so we split in 2005 um word to the wise do not marry somebody whose father is an attorney because they can drag you through a two-year divorce over nothing and not pay their side of the legal fees and you end up paying legal fees. So I would like to impart some wisdom. Okay. So. (laughs) Okay. Noted. Yes. So (laughs) 2005, 2007-ish, anywhere in between there. (laughs) Okay. Okay. And then you've just been a single lady rocking it. Didn't you have a boyfriend like sometime (laughs) in the (laughs) in-between? I feel like after we stopped hooking up, there was a boyfriend. No. Yes, I've had boyfriends. You've had boyfriends. Okay. <laughs> yes. I've I know. I always think boyfriend. of Monica as just a yo. I'm very independent. Independent woman. Yes. That's what I think. I'm like. <laughs> well, I also. I mean, here's the thing about that. Um, and this is me personally, but probably resonates with some people. I feel like when you're in a relationship, and especially when you're married. Um, all of a sudden, people around you, whether it be family or friends, just feel like they they are vested in your relationship and like are invested, I should say. And um, they just get really involved. And, and sometimes it can be to the detriment. And I'm not saying that like, you know, our relationship failed because of that. But there were certainly elements where I was like, wow, you know, if we would not have had so many fucking meddling people, <laughs> things might have been easier on some fronts. Um, so anyhow, my point is just that now when I have relationships, I I, I cherish them and I feel like, well, <laughs> I do, I, cute, I do. It's a cute verb. But I do, I, I cherish it and I feel like it's ours and, <laughs> and I'd rather at least build it together initially without like a lot of bullshit. And, and after I get divorced, you know, people, especially friends of mine, were like concerned about me, rightfully so. And the first few people that I then dated, it was immediately like, oh, do you think you're going to marry him? Like right off the bat. I know. I I think that that's a bit of a, I was like, it it just puts a lot of pressure on things. So anyhow, I I don't really talk about relationships. Okay. Okay. Well, we don't have to talk about. Well, no, no, no. I mean, (laughs) I don't mean like, you know, let's not talk about it anymore. But that's why you probably don't know if I am dating. And also, I try not to date comics. Yeah. (laughs) We all say that, but we all kind of end up (laughs) at least snogging on them. (laughs) I've stopped caring about that. Uh, Yeah, you know, if if I fuck a comic or if I try to date a comic, oh, well. I mean, like, right now, I've been, like, going on dates. We could say dating. That's a weird... That's the weird thing about the term dating, because, like, if you're in the verb dating, if you're in the act of dating, um, it also doesn't necessarily mean, like, that's your girlfriend, but... But that's, that's a New also York what thing you'd say. 
you're technically dating in the sense of the word, but no, but I think in New York, when you say you're dating somebody, it's casual. It's not exclusive necessarily. It, it genuinely means like we go out on dates right? and probably shag, um, shag elsewhere in the country. Dating you're really your, liking my yourself. vocabulary. Dating yourself with shag. <laughs> Or maybe I'm just British at heart. I was gonna bring. I was. I wasn't gonna bring that up till later. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm okay with my age. Yeah. No. Um, <laughs> no, but it, I just. I remember having this conversation with somebody who had recently moved here from London, and I always thought London was basically the British version of New York. Yeah. And she said, quite shocked, I can't believe that you guys have conversations about being exclusive. Like, in my experience, if you go out on several dates, you're getting on and things are good, you just are exclusive. Like, that's how it is. You don't actually sit down and have this, like, you know, exclusivity summit where you you determine, like, okay, don't fuck other people. The summit. <laughs> Yeah, but if you're if you go to if you go to London and you go on several dates with someone and it's going well and they actually have nice teeth, I feel like you're just you're good. You're you found the person. Here there's so many beautiful people with proper dental plans that you Yeah, just... well we're a slave to our options here for sure. <laughs> I mean, I think we've all felt that way where it's like, you know, I really like this person, things are going well. But look at that guy walking but, across yeah. the street. Oh my god, he's beautiful. That like, guy, <laughs> that guy's richer. That guy, you know, whatever. I mean, it's this is a great city to date in if that's what you want. Mm. You know, if you want to date, if you want to have exposure to, you know, all different types of people and and you know, you you also end up going on some really amazing dates because of, you know, I don't know, like what somebody does for work or whatever. Um, so it's a really fun city to date in, but it is a nightmare uh, to try to keep a healthy, normal relationship together. And not saying that you can't, you know, because obviously we we know plenty of people who I maybe get hit on by a lot of married guys. I okay. think there are a lot of women out there who think like they're in really good, solid relationships. <laughs> Meanwhile, their husband is like, you know, hey, just fuck me in the bathroom. Do people like use that line to say, hey, it's I got attacked and I'm going to use that word attacked. attacked. Okay. And, and Billy, I think you know me well enough that I'm a pretty easy. You would not exaggerate. Easy, you no, would not and exaggerate. I'm a pretty easy going gal. Yeah. Um, but Cause I, you would potentially fuck in the bathroom, but here it just seems like, well, here's what happened. This was okay. interesting. Um, so my friend came into town who I'd not seen since high school. She was staying at a hotel in Times Square and we met there just kind of in the lobby bar. And I have to say, I was not dressed for a night out on the town. I was dressed very like Ellen DeGeneres, which I love the way she dresses, but I'm just painting a picture. Um, anyhow, we ended up sitting near some guys who were there having a business meeting, but also ready to kind of party after one of the, it was like two businessmen and their attorney. Um, so fast forward some drinks that they bought us and conversation, whatever. Um, I ended up next to the attorney just because of whatever seat shuffle. Okay. And then he, we started talking and he says to me, I got to get going. I got to go home and, you know, tuck my kids into bed. And I was like, oh, okay, no problem. Um, uh -oh. and then I got up as he got up and I said, I'm actually going to use the restroom. He followed uh. me to the bathroom. He was like grabbing me. He was like, let's fuck in the bathroom. And I was like, are you out of your head? Like it was such a Jekyll Hyde situation. Um, and then he followed me into the ladies room. What? Yeah, no, he followed me into the ladies room. How drunk is he? Not that that you would excuse. I have I'm just to be curious. honest with you. I don't think he was. So it gets better. So he, I locked myself in a stall door. And it's not that I was scared because it was a packed place and I definitely would have kicked his fucking ass. But I was just like, this is unbelievable. Like, I did not think that he would follow me into the ladies room. A woman comes in. He still doesn't leave. And then finally he kind of gives up. He's like, you know, smacking the door over the top. And Monica, he's like, come, come on. on. Yeah, Let's he's like, fuck. come on. We can do this really quick. You're and I, and 
I was, and then what's I'm this like, other woman thinking? By the way, like, what's she saying? You know, you know, I think she. I, I mean, I couldn't or see through the door. T- did she just tinkle and leave? No, no, no. She was. I think she started to like kind of wash her hands because she wasn't going to go into a stall with this dude there. But, but like, he was like, "Come on, we can do this." And and then I'm also thinking like. I'm pretty sure this dude didn't leave the house with condoms. I didn't have condoms on me because I wasn't going to fuck anybody. So I was like, this guy is ready to raw dog some stranger in the bathroom and then go tuck his kids in. And his wife probably thinks that they have a good marriage and he's such a great provider. So, you know, I hate to burst those bubbles. And then he did leave the bathroom. The woman says, you know, are you okay, sweetheart? You know, you can come out. He's gone. So I was like, I stayed in there for a little bit. I round, I go out, I round the corner, and he's hiding, and he grabs me and starts kissing me. What? This is, no, this is attack. This is, there's. It, yeah, no, I know. And and this was, by the way, in a very busy, um, you know, midtown hotel. But I don't know, like, I, I have to say there were quite a few um, working girls there. So I don't know if whoa, he whoa. just thought. That, but but again, that's why I brought up my dress because it's pretty clear that I wasn't there for like you know prostitution. <laughs> Wait, there there were hookers. Where is this again? It's in I don't want to say the hotel. No, you don't say this is New York. Yeah, in it's like, in Times. Well, like Midtown, Times Square. There are hookers in the hotels of Times Square. Lord, are you kidding me? It's like watching a sport. First of all, I <laughs> highly recommend it. This is hilarious. I really, Not to really recommend from your it. horrific. Uh, kind of no, almost this is rapey funny. story. I'm happy to talk about it. <laughs> this is fucking hilarious because these women are, for, first of all, very clearly hookers. And that's fine because look, you know, you make your money the way you make your money. What's hilarious to me is that there are a lot of men who are very clearly not used to how expensive New York is. Um, so they would like approach, uh, they would approach these women and you could tell like when they got the pricing they don't understand. Yeah, no. Here, it's, I know in Tulsa it's like eighty an hour. Here yeah. it's two hundred an hour. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I, mean for, I, not that I can read lips fully, but it was more. They were quoting more prices than that. So, um, yeah, it was pretty funny to watch these guys with their dockers and button downs just kind of go up with all this hope, and then watch these chicks just crush it. <laughs> funny. That's so funny. it is fun if you want to go hook or watch. Hooker watch. They just moved off the street into the hotels. Like I know Giuliani <laughs> got like a ton of credit, but realistically, well, they're, they're all on the the Craigslist and the back page and the the erotic review and shit like that. But it's just like, yeah, yeah I uh, cockroaches, rats, and prostitution. I've never seen never going away. I've never seen working girls like at a bar, like because the way you see on TV when they show like a a, girl, a like a working girl at the bar. And like she kind of comes over, drops the number, be like, "If you need some company tonight." But they don't have to. Well, what I'm saying is, I've just never seen that in New York. I've seen that in other really? places. Like, no, I've seen it in like. You have to go to more expensive, more tourist driven. I, I don't go to tourist places. Well, I'm that's why. F- fucking tourist. We. Listen, they're not gonna go try to fucking get comics. At the 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 like, well, oh, yeah. I was about so to not, say not I was about to mics. say the bar, but <laughs> no, but they're not going to go to some bar on McDougal. Let's put on, it that way. Well, I was going to say Grizzly Pear. You can say. It. <laughs> I was going to say they're not, go, they're not hanging around the Grizzly. They're not, pear. Yeah, they're not going to the Grizzly <laughs> Pear. You know, like oh, this guy is barking. He's just Mister Money. Yeah. <laughs> um. Oh, Hooker Watch. That that would be fun. It's um. I, I'm more like to like watch dudes like approach women at the bar and get shut down. That's really more enjoyable for me, uh, which sometimes ends up even being almost like a line. I'm not a dude with like lines or pickup lines, but I don't know if like I'm just like w- at a bar casually dr- having a drink and watching dudes get shut down. I may like tap a girl next to me who's like by herself or with her friends. I'd be like, hey, girls, wa- watch this guy is failing miserably. It's really fun. Oh, Billy, you use the like empathy or sympathy thing. You're like, chicks, I'm on your side. Look, let's let's do this together, girlfriends. I, mean, I have no. I'm just. I'm not on team cruising for pussy. It's not like anyone who no, uses the phrase cruising for pussy is not on my team. So I like to watch them fail, so I can reinforce this point that if you're trying to go get laid you are less likely to get laid. That's that's, why, that's you know? true. Although, And then there's the other kind, which I know some guys like this who are always looking for the wounded gazelle or will uh. kind of create the wounded gazelle where 
um, they'll they'll just destroy some girl, you know, who's really hot, and they'll deliberately make her feel like shit, so that it's like reverse psychology, and she's like, no, but I want to fuck you. What the negging? You mean? I don't know. Is that what is hear, that what the kids are calling it today, that, that, Billy? That's, that's a term that the kids <laughs> kick around. They call it negging. You have to like be negative to yep. her. You like insult yeah. her, yeah. until she wants to so fuck negging. you. Thank you. Ugh, and it's just gross. Um, I don't want someone with low self esteem, especially at my hands. It's <laughs> yeah, but you know, a lot of people are fine with that. It's fine for one night. But that's the Ugh. thing that I don't understand about guys because then they're amazed that like you know. They'll fuck somebody like that, and then they're like, "Oh, she won't stop texting me," and it's like, "Cause she's got issues, and she's and crazy. you caused a bunch of issues when you like." I know. I was her. like, what, "What? What did you think was gonna happen?" I had a coworker who did that, and like, he comes in, and his phone is just fucking buzzing off the hook, and I, to the point where I literally noticed. I was like, "Dude, is everything okay?" Ah, uh, just some bitch. Yeah. He was like, oh, well, you know, and then he told me the story. And, and he's not a dick, so it's not necessarily that. But, like, there were some red flags that she kind of, you know, set in conversation. And he just... Ignored Look, them. there's there's some point in a guy's anatomy where like the blood leaves the brain and yeah. goes downstairs, and then that's that. And like, no matter what a girl says, the girl could be like, "Look, I'm probably gonna kill you at the end of this." Yeah, My nickname like, is Black Widow, and a guy will still go home. Well, it's like, <laughs> am I gonna her. come first? Do like, yeah. you kill me during <laughs> sex cool. or after? Because like, I need as long if long I'm gonna as I get, get a nut off, get me the nut off. You know, uh, we hop, all have our priorities. Hop on this cool. What's uh, what are your priorities? Well, I'm old, Billy, as you like to point out. Do, so. do you care to, to share the age? I'm 40. 40? Uh, 40 and fabulous. Oh, I, just kidding. Oh, God. I, I Please stab me. <laughs> <laughs> just beep that whole part. It's, uh, <laughs> I just love those women who are like, oh, my God, I'm going to wear my, my like teenage daughter's outfits, and I'm just going to pretend like it's not happening. You're, like the, you're just a jaded older woman who's just like yeah i'm older and i'm gonna go fuck you like that's just what's here's my thing and this may sound a little bit arrogant but it's it's not it's just that like i would i'm gonna say from my experience you have the right to be a little arrogant go okay. for it go for it my thing is um i'm not at the invisible age yet i think there's an age where everybody gets to where where you just don't get hit on anymore and it's just kind of like that's a nice lady or that's a nice man i'm not there yet so um i'm all right you know i'm i'm okay i'm okay with myself i feel better about myself i'm i could lose a few lbs but that's all right winter's coming up so i'm gonna be warmer than some of these 20 year old twats <laughs> that are gonna be like freezing their asses off in their stripper shoes in the village i love watching that mm-hmm. you know because here's the thing i realize as i've gotten older i'm like you know i used to dress where i was like it's really important how i look especially when i go out and now i'm just like eh, the sexiest thing on a woman is willingness you know <laughs> like that's really if I'm wearing my willingness, uh, I can I can get dick. Hey, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, you're you're a. I remember you being uh, on the more confident side of things, and that's you know part of the attraction and and, yeah. and that whole uh, there is a cougar cub dynamic. <laughs> you know, uh, the the cougar comedian yeah. that you are. <laughs> um, you know, it's funny. I, try, I this happened. I realized that there must have been this window of time where I was hooking up with comics from shows at New York Comedy Club. Yeah. We had uh we had Kate on here a couple months ago. Which she I mean she doesn't do comedy anymore. Um but like we had met also at like a bringer show at New York Comedy Club. Mm-hmm. And so I was try- I always try to remember like how did I don't remember how I remember our conversation when we first were talking revolved around us lying about our ages. I th- that's that's my what okay. I originally remember. Because I remember, or maybe I, I think I lied about your age. Like I guessed, and you just went with it. And you, you thought I was older. I thought you were younger. I don't. You gave me a fucking heart attack, dude. Because I was like, oh well, he's, you know, he's in this club because he at least must be a certain age. And then it was after the fact that I was like, can oh, he drink legally? Fuck, I know. I was like, my pussy needs a bouncer. 
shoulder. (laughs) (laughs) Like for a split second, I had a fucking heart attack because I was like, oh, no, it's illegal. Even if you're a woman fucking a younger guy. (laughs) Oh, shit. Statutory. Um, But you were good. Thank God. Yeah. No. uh, Yeah. Well, I was 20. You were 35. So that's not like no one was at an outlandish age. But I mean, I don't think you went out at night playing the fuck no drink well you know what's really weird i so i have never gone i'm not a cougar by choice by default no i mean so first of all there's there are all these different things right because it's like what makes you a cougar different levels of of feline yeah there's the cheetahs because when i call myself a cougar to guys who are closer in my age range they're like you're not a cougar you're like a puma or whatever they joke around but i'm like yeah but uh, you know yeah that's what i say i'm like if you're a 30 year old you're not a cougar you're fucking a 20 year old you're a cougar right that's Uh, what i think and if you were a little darker maybe a black panther who knows (laughs) you know it's uh I just I yeah so I that's my thing is like if the person that I'm with is much younger than me then I I'm still a cougar but I never you know I I never went out and I was it wasn't ever a thing where I was like oh I want younger guys it's just that I didn't close myself off to it to it and then also when I so after I got divorced it was the first time I was single in New York Mm -hmm. Um, and like I said it's a really fun town to date in and there's while there's shitty stuff it's also you know there's a lot of stuff that kind of ups your um, self-esteem as well and so you know I didn't close myself off to it I wasn't like oh you know I dated somebody who was 27 which isn't that young but you know we actually dated and had a relationship um, you know, so it was just more like I didn't set those boundaries for myself, but I never went out and was like, I, I want a young guy. Right. It's just what was attracted to me. <laughs> they just, uh, they just, yeah, I didn't have a good word there. I think I'm still working <laughs> on that bluff, bluff thing. Um, oh, my head. Um, do you have other like prejudices, things you close yourself off or open up to? I mean, well, like now what, what requirements 40. do you have? At requirements, please don't at treat 40. me like shit. Like what attributes? I mean, like. Well, now I'm really not open to people who who are considerably younger than me, just because, um, you know, we're just at such different stages in our life. Um, I mean, for dating or for sex, or are you just dating. done with for dating? Yeah, but like I don't know. For sex, like um, for example, like we didn't date, so it's like if you were just like banging someone do you have still an age like my age cut off like i'm not banging i'm not having uh intercourse with teenagers anymore yeah. i made the rule um about a year ago it's probably and legal and smart <laughs> yeah yeah i was like no more uh, you have to at least have a two in front of your age uh but what okay so why did you make that decision oh god this is gonna make me sound terrible okay hold on <laughs> now i wish i was drinking beer uh, yeah i can get you a beer <laughs> um, okay i'm okay um Okay. <laughs> I always said when after I graduated college, I knew I didn't want to date someone in college for the same reason you said. You're at different phases of life. Uh-huh. Um, there's not as much of an age difference for me at 23, 24, 25 with someone who's 20, 21, 22. But, you know, 19 is so different from 21, yeah. Yeah. which is so different from 22 because yeah. you are either you're still a teenager, you're steadily you've you're starting to become an adult you are about to leave college you might be Mm -hmm. moving to a different city you might be about to start med school i mean so there's so much influx and right now i need stability yeah Uh, i have no female stability kind of um but (laughs) what i what i need in a in a dating partner is, is someone who could be more stable yeah so i don't get that from a college student who's about to graduate college and potentially could move or have a new schedule where they can't see me or whatever. Yeah. Uh, also like my schedule is super busy now. So a college student who has so much free time or someone who just graduated college and has all the free time in the world cause they don't have a job yet. Maybe now I'm not fulfilling their needs. So that's why I won't date a college student. But I was like, Oh yeah, no, I can totally fool around. And, and then about, I want to say almost two years ago, maybe a year and a half ago, Maybe a year ago, spring. Um, I was on the Tinder. I oh, got the Tinder. The Tins, yes. Uh, and I got I got matched with some girl who was eighteen, uh, named Izzy. And <clears throat> we're talking. Isabel, <laughs> or something like that. Um, 
<clears throat> we start chatting. Things are cool. She's cute. Um, she's a little on the eccentric side. Like she, she kind of acts older than her age. She does photography, which automatically makes her. She's think. not a musician, she's like, is she? No, but she looks like she could have. Oh, okay. Potentially I gone know that direction. Izzy who had a band. <laughs> oh no, no, doesn't live in New York. Um, okay. Basically, so she acted. I was like, okay, like her personality, I could like get hang out with. with, and then go down on. Yes, that's what <laughs> I precisely. said. Get down with. Yes, but and <laughs> go but down then on I, whatever tomato, tomato. Uh, it's, it's what I do. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I eat the pussy. Um, We start talking, and then it turns out she's a senior in boarding school. Oh, Lord. <laughs> uh, Makes you rethink life. Yeah. <laughs> but I still went. Like, that was... Yeah. Well, so so I, know. Drove, I drove up to this, to this boarding school in, like... I think it was, like, Connecticut somewhere. Because I, I was going to do... That sounds about right for boarding schools. Yeah, I mean, my boarding school is also in Connecticut. They're all there. there. I my my boarding school on my street on on the on the Route One Sixty Nine, whatever. There were three boarding schools in a five minute span. So if you started at one school and drove five minutes down the road, you'd hit three boarding schools. It, they're all in Connecticut. But anyways, <laughs> so I was gonna do a gig up in Boston. So I was like, oh, you know, I'll stop by there on the way. We'll hook up. We'll have some fun, and then I'll go there. Yeah. You know, with a smile on my face. We I go and pick her up. I feel I felt as soon as I pulled into this, I felt like a predator. Was, I, and I warned her, I was like, listen, if I'm about to pick you up at a boarding school, a high school, yeah. um, I'm gonna check your ID. Yeah. I hope you won't be offended. She's like, I totally get it. She gets in the car. It wasn't I, fake. I, I checked her ID. I used listen, I used to deal with fake IDs. For I know, four years, I know. Remember? That's what I'm, saying. I'm the professional. I can <laughs> I can spot a fake ID. Um so she's eighteen. It's legal. I just feel weird. But it still feels weird. She's in high it still school. feels like you could be that red dot she's, on a map. She's in high school. Like part of me is like yelling at myself. But Billy, she's in fucking high school. She takes she takes calculus. Like what are you? T- <laughs> Ugh. Um, but that's she, a good sign. That's a sign of maturity for you. Yeah, but I was still going through with it. Like we still well, like we were driving around this you know. rural area for somewhere. Maybe we could you had park. to go through with it to really understand. Like, all right, we're done with this. I think this so. Phase is over. Yeah, I had to like go part into a parking lot. Well, there's no like definite stop. You know, you start to. I mean, it's the same thing with me. I, you know, you start to outgrow i don't know that you out it's not an it was my sexual it's rock just... bottom we'll say not because she was bad it was just like like we're hooking up and like i don't know we do things i told her we weren't gonna fuck but it just felt eventually as we kept driving around from spot to spot the fool around it was just feeling weird and at one point I just stopped and i was like hey i'm gonna drive you back because i'm just you're it. super cute and cool yeah. and your, well, your body's great. she just wanted great. bragging rights. Sorry. No, no. She, she wasn't w- that type. She was really just no, like. No, she wanted to go back to her boarding school and be like, oh, my God. Yeah. So I totally hooked up with this guy who's like in his 20s. What did you <laughs> fucking do, I mean, Peyton? She, <laughs> Peyton. <laughs> Shut up, Ainsley. Ainsley. <laughs> great. Those are great rich white people names. No, you know what? I, I, drove, her, I drove her back. And I was just like, you're super cool, and I'm sure you're going to do great with you when you go to college and find an older boyfriend. I know you're, you're going to date a senior. I get oh, it. God. Right away, you'll be dating some senior who took a gap year and went to Guatemala, and it's going to be great. You're cool. He's I just, had Ebola because he did that, too. No. Yeah. I was like, this just made me realize um, no more 18-year-olds because I don't want to repeat this high school thing. And then I was hooking up with this girl, um, Maddie, for a while, who was great. But just, she was very, she's 19 and she was 19. Like, you know. Yeah, that's so, what I'm saying. Like, again, guys, don't get why. I had to I'm cut like, that I don't want to date younger guys. Yeah. I, I get that. But so again, I, there's a difference between dating younger and fucking younger. No, I'll still I don't, fool around with college girls. I'm just not going to date a college so, girl. So, but here's the thing. So, I recent, somewhat recently hooked up with somebody. And when I say against my better judgment, it wasn't like there was really anything wrong with it. But I was, it was more ego driven than like, yeah, this will be good. Um, but I couldn't help myself because he was really good looking and also quite persistent. Oh, just look at those abs. I know. Oh. <laughs> He's just, he was hot. I'm not going to lie. Um, just tell me you're 28. Times. Well, he was, yeah. So he's in his 20s and um, 
and the thing, the funny thing is, is, you know, at first I was like, well, whatever, you know, he seems pretty cool. He seems like he'll know what he's doing in bed. Cause that's the other thing. Like, I don't have the patience for that anymore. Like, yeah, I, no, mas. I mean, I appreciate no mas. the teaching. Like that was, but I see, understand I that could be frustrating. No, but- no, no, it's not frustrating. I'm just, I, that's not where I am. You right. know, like I don't, I don't want that. I don't need that. Um, I'm not a complicated person sexually, so, you know, I'm not the type of person where I'm like, look, you know, there are all these, like, bullet points we need to talk through before I can have an orgasm. Like, I'm a pretty, I don't know, maybe you agree, maybe you don't, but I'm a pretty simple person in bed. I just remember trying to take notes. I was... (laughs) I don't know why. I just I remember. Can't I mean, no, you were you were you were a good like leader, like teacher. I mean, but see, I didn't feel that way. But but were, anyhow, my point is yeah. just like I'm not I'm not about like let me get somebody here and then I'll show them the way and then it will be good. I'm more like you know we either have chemistry or we don't. This person either understands what good sex is or they don't. But anyhow, my point is just that you know. In recently having this uh, fling, if you will, I realized about myself, I was like, you know what? I think that he doesn't, he, he just didn't have the maturity because he's dealing with 20 some things in his real life. Cause I feel like I'm his fake life <laughs> and like there's his real life. And, and, and so he would come up with these, like, you know, he would just try to play me and I'm like, you don't have to do that. Like, I don't want to date you. I don't, certainly don't want to. What, what do you mean, play you? Like, what's? Give me an example. Just like a weird, like for example. Guys, listen up. Stop <laughs> doing whatever the fuck she's gonna tell you right now. So here's the thing. It was very clearly just sex. Cool. And I'm cool. You know, like I'm cool just hanging out. So, like for example, if you and I hooked up. And I mean, it's not a hypothetical. We did. Well, no, <laughs> but like it now, 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 now. I'm talking about now. If we did, did you forget? <laughs> no, no, no. Shut up. I mean, now. Um, you know, and we both knew, like, okay, this is just sex. But you were like, hey, you know, let's meet up. And I was like, okay, that's cool. Hey, listen, I'm in the city. Do you want to grab a bite with me? And then we'll go back to my place. Like. My guess is you'd probably be like, if you had the time, you'd be like, yeah, sure, whatever. And you would understand that just because we like had a meal together, it's still just sex, yeah. right? And this person you don't have to did come up not with an get excuse, that. Like, oh, I got a thing into that, right? Yeah. Like, and this person didn't get that. So I would get a text, and it would be like, hey, beautiful, hey, gorgeous, let's hook up. And I'm pragmatic, so I'd be like, yeah, deaf, um, but <laughs> let me like. I'm going to be near you. I have an errand to run. If you want, like, let's grab a bite because I haven't eaten. And yeah, I mean, I'm like, I'm buying you food and fucking you. Like, I can't. Well, imagine, you're paying for the food. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, if, I, if, I, if I invite you to lunch, Sweet. I'll pay for it. And and then all of a sudden he would like wig out and be like, oh, I don't know. And, da, da, da. and I was like, I was like, dude, you're a bad dude you're, like i don't know any guy who would be like you want to feed me and fuck me no i'm okay oh man like, that's right? that's exactly what i would love in in a partner that's what cougars do yes i'm did i ever tell you the story of the 40 year old out in in san francisco i i don't, was that the one that you told me when i had a heart attack about how old you were was that the birthday party one or no birthday party You've one had a few 40 i when haven't had met, a lot of women no, in their when 40s we met, i don't want to when we met okay you, you had you been to a birthday what? party. Do you think when we first met, very first time we met, you had been to your was it your mom's birthday party? Oh, oh, <clears throat> my mom. Yeah, I w- no, it was my, it was my birthday, and I was getting I was drinking with my mom and my uncle because we were trying to bond that way through alcohol. They had friends who happened to be at this place, and there were two older women. Like they were like pretend flirting with me i think they were kind of i mean like 42 wasn't they were you know they were all my mom's age range so they're probably in their mid 40s so they were all like kind of pretend i think they were just getting a rise out of like hey i love how i was closer in age to your mother than i was to you that's adorable are you my mom's 52 what year were you born in yeah i'm 40 yeah but so we're 12 years and you're 15 (laughs) (laughs) there you go there you go (laughs) um mind fuck anybody i mean hey listen i i fucked someone older than my mom once so it was like (laughs) and i didn't find out till afterwards i knew they were the same that's the kind of shit where you're like 
Wait a minute. I mean, I never. Were you the one too? Where I, I think you it? were like, I don't know what. St- I've never seen Star Wars. I was like, get out. Um, I think at that, that was ta- you. at that point in time, I was like, I, I can't fuck you anymore. <laughs> I can't. I'm that, just on principle. Is that why we stopped? No. Um, <laughs> I at the time hadn't. During Hurricane Sandy, I uh, I rectified the situation. Thank I think God. I'm pretty sure. Thank the fucking Lord. I don't remember what happens in six and a chunk of five but like i watched that's them. my rule of thumb now and you created it if you haven't seen star wars we're not having sex <laughs> well i, I mean I've, that rule exists because of you <laughs> i i have now seen it uh <laughs> what so, are you saying <laughs> <laughs> no so with those women i think they were just getting a rise of like oh there's this like cute young dude who yeah. like would it's those blue eyes well you know it happens um, got him from my mama. Uh, um, no, that's why I fuck her friends. <laughs> <laughs> no, so no, this wasn't those. These were after I graduated and I was driving around the country doing mm-hmm. stand up. So I'm in San Francisco and this woman approached me at the bar and turns out she's like 40. She's I married. Like her haircut. No. Oh, okay. Well, she went up. She she saw me like writing in my my joke book and she's like, "Is that your little black book?" I'm like, "Well, it is." It, what do you mean? She's like, "Well, you have all your numbers." I was like. Well, Talk about dating yourself. <laughs> we use cell phones now, ma'am. <laughs> well, I still had a flip phone at the time. Um, no, I think I, it was the one I gave you, no? It's very possible. <laughs> I have, I mean. Food, I have phones, all, vagina. I went through them what a lot. I, I went through you? a lot of lot yeah. of vaginas and flip phones. It's all a blur <laughs> for me. Uh, no, she, I, mean, I was like, well, it is a, a black book of a small size. And if you put your phone number in it, it becomes a book with phone numbers in it. So she did that. Uh, and her friends are yelling at her cause she's married, but she's from like out of town what? visiting for business. Oh, so then you're not married. Yeah. It yeah. But it's, count. Yeah. Count. It's diff- I'm sure her husband Listen, functions the same way. Marriage licenses do he not was probably cross in the bathroom trying to, yeah, no, <laughs> he, he was, was the one trying to fuck probably. her in the bathroom. Uh, <laughs> So, but what happened was we hooked up a couple of the nights of my stay in San Fran and, and she came to see me do stand up. She's like paying for drinks. We will do anything for somebody to come to one of our shows. Oh man, I would. <laughs> but so on the final night of San Francisco, it was both of our final night in San Francisco. I'm, she's about to fly Aww. back to DC. I'm going to drive down to San Diego. I've left the house that I was couch surfing at because I knew I was going to crash in her hotel room for the last night. And I get to my gig in Oakland. I leave and realize... I don't have my debit card. I can't find it. Oh, shit. So I'm thinking it's got to be in that house, probably in the bedroom somewhere. So I'm texting her like, hey, and I had, I was, I used my literal last dollar for the parking. So I'm like, hey, I got to, I'm texting her like, hey, I got to go all the way back to Marin to, to go find my debit card. I have zero cash on me and my bank's not on this coast. Uh, and then, so I'm going to be late. And she's like, no, 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 you got to come. I just want as much time with you as possible tonight before I leave. So like, just come here. I was like, you don't I understand. I got cash, baby doll. I was like, <laughs> I was like, you don't understand. I, I can't go through the toll booth. And she's like, no, I'll take care of you. It's fine. I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, I'll take, just come here. I'll take care of it. I'm like, okay. So I just go with no money. I go through a toll booth. Don't pay the toll. Uh, she paid for my overnight parking valet. She paid for the drinks. Um, she blew me several times. She wouldn't fuck me because she said that she's like, listen, that's cheating. Yeah, she said, hey, if I'm gonna cheat on my husband, then I'm not gonna do it like quickly. So does she not have a marriage where they kiss, or is she okay with I like? Don't know what's going I have on. dick in my mouth, but I'm she, still gonna she tongue blew you, baby me doll. Twice that night, and then again in the morning, got me room service breakfast. Clearly, she does not have TMJ. Correct, and then, <laughs> and then gave me, gave me. $160 cash. Did you feel dirty? Oh, no, I felt you good. You thankful? Huge. <laughs> That's the huge fucking difference That's my fantasy. That's my fantasy. Oh. That's I, the difference. There's something I must have at some point in my life kind of fetishized money where it's like I would be so turned on to be paid by a woman for sex or to like perform Why? some sort of favors for her. I don't know. Something about... Doing a good job, which which my listeners know is just kind of a thing. I, it, I'm submi- so. Do you think that that monetary thing would be like? It's hey, it's you did literally a good saying job. yes. You did a good job, good boy. Here's money because you did such a good job. So right? you must have had an allowance as a kid. Uh, I did, but I but I didn't have to do anything to earn it. And here it's like like I would love to earn cash by eating pussy. That's. <laughs> I'm totally fine with it. If anyone's listening, if there's you need, a market for that, I'm uh, sure. 
I'm affordable. It doesn't have to be $160. But, <laughs> but no, there's sliding something like. Sliding scale, ladies. No, sliding scale. Sliding scale. It's like, let's, well, like a therapist. Like, let's talk about Billy it. Billy we'll is a magnanimous kind of linguist. Did I ever go down on you? I don't. Do you know? I don't think so. I don't so. think so. That was about to say. I was like, I don't. I think you were, you were not th- there yet. I was still 20. Uh, yeah. I was still not who I am today. Uh, <laughs> it's an acquired taste. <laughs> I think it's the desire to please was still not there yet. It was still, I was still new to sex. Yeah. It's not like you were, you were like in, in terms of like numbers, you must have been like in the teens mm. or early teens of like number of partners. You know, you're you were, lucky I was gentle and kind. You were so gentle. Thank you. <laughs> no. So I, I think I was not, I mean, I, I had the same thing with, um, I remember I had another older partner who was like, listen, like you got to do this, that. And I was thinking, oh my God, she's so demanding. And later on I would realize, no, I just, she knows what she wants and I got to do that. Yeah. See, but I, I don't, that came I'm with not age. like that, but I'm not like that because no, you, I feel like I don't like being demanding sexually because I feel like you either want to or you don't. And for me personally, it does not get me off. If I feel like it's not something it's like you want to do, right? Right. I mean, but I if think you don't with a younger dude, me, you don't want to go down on me. Yeah, That's but with cool. a younger dude, sometimes we just don't know better. Like sometimes you just gotta say, "Hey, lick my pussy," and I'll be like, "Yes, ma'am." But it's like, but okay. So here's the thing: if you don't know better, if he rolls his eyes, says that, and but but would you enjoy it, or would you feel like um, you now know, or then? No, then. I mean, then um, you I th- probably would have been like, well, because I'd there would have been a fa- just be having sex. Well, there would be a no. There was yes. a there was a factor then where it's like you're an older woman, and I was like, okay, like I'm here to learn. Cool. Like th- I think that's what more my attitude would have been. I remember, you know, like I guess I'm just fortunate that I don't need that necessarily. I like it. Don't get me wrong, but I don't, you know. Like, I don't need that, so I'm not demanding in that respect. Right, right. I don't know. I, I, I'm much more about just, I think what turns me on the most is when, you know, I'm totally on the same page with somebody. There's chemistry there. We think about and have sex the same way, and we get each other. But by the same token, we kind of, like, push each other a little bit, you know, one way or yeah. another. And, and it's organic. And so that, to me, is the greatest turn on, which is why I'm not demanding because mm. I feel I just feel like that's not going to get me what I want anyhow. I think it's a fine line you got to toe of like between, um, spe- you know, advocating for yourself in the bedroom of just saying like, because sometimes someone just may not know, like if you want to be choked, like I'm not me myself. Some dudes will. I won't. I'm just not going to naturally choke a chick. It's. <laughs> Because, the, I mean, just to me, it sounds insane to do without knowing that's what they want. Um, but it's not. Like, it's fine. I'd rather but you be. you can kind of. But that's the thing is like you can kind of test the waters without just like fully. I mean, you use the example of choking somebody like you don't have to just immediately like choke them and be like, you know, are they going to cry? Or that's not a thing you want to be wrong about. Let's say that. Right, but like there's a way to go about it. I guess what I'm saying is there's a way to go about it where, you know, like you kind of hold, you know, sure, the if, back of their head and whatever. And then if they don't stop you and then they're like, oh, yeah, maybe but that's hot. You would do that if you're into choking women. So what I'm saying is like I don't naturally am into that, into choking. But I'm happy to fucking do that if I know that turns my partner on, then turns me on to know that I'm turning them on. Yeah. So. You I just got a point. I need Billy. to. I need to know. Just nudge. Put, place my hand there. Well, know? okay. So just to be fair, though, I mean, the other thing is, and I will say, is I if I'm in a relationship and it's somebody I like and I feel like it's going to be long term, then yes, I'm definitely more because then I'm like, you know, I want this to work and I don't right. want to, you know, have it fall apart because I'm not saying anything in the bedroom. But I, I guess when I'm thinking about just like. You know, if I'm hooking up with somebody, I'm like, well, it, we're either on the same page or we're not. And I feel like, you know, there are enough people in this world where I, I just, you know, there are people that I'm going to be on the same page with. So I'll just find that person instead. I'm lazy, I think. That's yeah, what but if you're is already... that what I'm saying? I'm lazy. <laughs> Maybe that's what I'm saying. Well, I'm just, just like a fucking all, lazy all, ass person. Unless you're going to kick them out of the bed. Like, do you really want to go follow through with that, like, poor sexual uh, Well, no, experience? I mean, I'm not, say, like, I'm not saying you know, like they're, yeah. I think there's a line between demanding and kind of like, Saying, hey, here's what I like. This, you know, you don't have to be like, hey, fucking do this or it's going to suck. You can just be like, hey, you know, 
know, why don't you try? Why don't you try this? That wouldn't that be fun? Yeah. And if he's like no, then you can either kick him out or you can. Say Actually, it's fine. I, I I think I do more of that outside of the bedroom. I think I'm more of like, you know, like I'll send you a picture or something and be like, hey, you know, if I just sent you a picture of a guy choking you, me or like choking a girl, like you send obviously porn? I think that's hot. Oh God, that's my <gasps> that's my tumbler. Um, hmm, hmm. fun. Hmm. You said early, uh, not fucking comics before before we end. Let's let's. I said not dating comics, but okay. Oh, you'll, oh so you, but you'll still fuck comics? <laughs> no, well, I know. Because it's come I, up I before. I try not to. I try not to. You try, but fail? Um, well, no, I just don't like to speak in absolutes. But listen, I think I think most comics understand it's a conundrum because I we, think I forgot to mention this whole time you're a comedian. So that, oh. that's the context of <laughs> well, this is that you also do comedy. We met in doing the same I, I show. Think, I think, yeah, yeah. Sorry. I think I they think, figured it out, but <laughs> maybe not. I don't know. They're like, she's not funny at all. We didn't think she was a comic. Um, <laughs> in fact, I think we met during one of my very first shows into comedy. Yeah. And yeah. I was just like, yeah, I've been doing this like, you know, seven months, no big deal. You know, I, just started comedy to get laid and (laughs) there you were um no i i just look i think it's tough because we hang out you know comics hang out a lot we comedy takes up a lot of time um to get good at it to network to get anywhere in comedy it's really time intensive and you know so it's tough because it's it's who you're around all the time but it's kind of a double-edged sword and not to make it a gender thing, but I do think that it is a little bit tougher for women when, you know, they date male comics um, and then things don't go well or whatever. And then, you know, it's just, you need to make, I I guess here's the thing, like with the comics that I have um, had interaction other than comedy, you know, I've, I've luckily, um, judged correctly and they're they're mature you know they're mature human beings and they understand that you know you don't make this fodder you don't shit on the person you don't air your grievances on stage be mature yeah well be discreet i mean you don't have to be mature you can still be a dick to me and immature via text and you know that happens but it's just it's it's fucking so lame um and and i've seen comics do it too where they get up on stage and the thing is is you know talking about relationships when the emotions are still raw like the audience is kind of like what the fuck because they get that sense of like you know this is really just somebody airing grievances it's not really jokes um and and so i've been fortunate in that where you know the the people that i have um you know interacted with that way they they didn't like take to the stage right so i didn't get bitter i didn't go up and be like (laughs) Um, I look, I think there's definitely a way to get material out of it where without it being specific, like, yeah, he couldn't get his dick hard. Isn't that weird? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And, and honestly, I think it's a lot funnier. Plus you have to remember, like when you do those type of jokes, you might be talking about that one specific person, but like, I'll use your example, right? Like, oh, he couldn't get it up. I hate to tell you, but there are probably quite a few men in the audience who have those issues. They're not going to fucking laugh. Their wives aren't going to laugh or their girlfriends because that's a hell of a ride home. So, you know, it's it. I think you can use it. You know, you can fuel your funny, but you got to really think about how you put that joke together. Mm, Yeah. Like I said, Mm, this guy. Mature. Mature right here. <laughs> I didn't when we stopped, I didn't go take to the stage and be like, Yeah, fucking Monica, what a cunt. Like I didn't <laughs> I didn't do that. No, plenty of people say that without having sex with me, <laughs> so you know, it's all good. <laughs> um We didn't break up on bad terms. No, no, kinda... why why did we stop fucking? I remember there but aside from the there was like a, a relapse you yeah, you gave in once later on, but why uh why why'd that end? I, I, I forgot. Mean, look, I think I don't remember. <laughs> Exactly. Answers. I want them now. <laughs> no, I. I think you know. It's kind of what we were talking about, where you know you're just in very different places in your life. You refocus or whatever, and it just kind of. I mean, we've always been friends. Yeah. So it was never, and I think that's what it was: is that we both realized like we're cool with each other, but like 
I don't know. We just kind of moved on. I'm sure you probably ended up with some other people. And I, I, I I'm just... sorry. I pined over you for years. Never mind. Oh, shut up. <laughs> You're full of shit. No, well, well, I you pined. Were... I was fucking other people, but Why? I was I... pining the whole you time. Were like, no, you were like my summer fling that whole summer. You were yeah, like, I was driving from Jersey down the FDR. I know. And That's how good my pussy is. It really was. <laughs> it really was. You rocked this 20 year old's world. You were, you were fun, good sex. And would give me a free cell phone. (laughs) So you were like, Mom, it's like, yeah, I need a phone. There you go. And here's a blowjob, too. It's like like being with Mom, but without the incest. Right. right. (laughs) Uh, Or not awesome, depending who you are, right? (laughs) You were like, oh, God damn it. That that was a slightly facetious awesome. Um, Monica, you were you were awesome. Thank you for coming on. So you, thanks for having what me. What do you plugs? Uh, <laughs> shows you have a podcast. The tweet. What what do you want people to find you so on? So much, so much, so much. No, I'm. <laughs> people want to fuck you. Where do they go? Oh, no, you know <laughs> which corner? any bar, any night. <laughs> I'll be in the corner crying. Don't follow her into the bathroom. That's, <laughs> yeah, please. that uh, that's kind of where my line gets drawn. Um, so I do have a podcast. It's called Safe Word, mm-hmm. and it's on Twitter as safe word pc which is for podcast and not politically correct because clearly because they came here to get real yeah they're gonna tell it like it is (laughs) yep yep um and then i'm on twitter under mocha vita m-o-k-a-v-i-d-a awesome okay uh and have any shows coming up you want to promote uh i am uh so this is gonna come this can come out a week from wednesday a week from Whatever Wednesday. Um, so I've got a couple of shows coming up. I'm at Broadway Comedy Club. I think it's the Friday after Christmas. Okay. Um, I should know this right. And then uh, in January. But if you guys check out my Twitter, I am very good at putting that stuff up there. And you can find me all over the city, basically. Okay. And I will say, she's, she's very funny. Uh, and I you. couldn't have said that as much five years ago. Uh because I, 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 to- I told I yeah, told you. I told you. You saw me recently. I saw her at an open mic. Uh, and we I at- fucking killed it at the open mic. What, In front what? of all eight of us. Yeah. What? Yeah. No, but she's not. I had that <clears throat> basement of five rocking. Yeah. Oh, well, you. Like I said, you've, you've definitely grown. Uh, you've gotten a lot stronger. Thank You're, you. Uh, talking an- about the cougars and cubs. <laughs> I know. You know I so. am an angrier cougar. No, I'm kidding. It's, it's great. No, it's fun. I love it. So it's a good time. Okay. Awesome. Well, uh, well, thank you very much, Monica. Thank Guys, you. you should check around the Twitter and uh, the Safe Word podcast. The Twitter. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, say goodbye to everybody. Bye. <laughs> My pussy needs a bouncer, guys. That I, it, the next line of man who are podcast condoms. That's that's going to be one of them for sure. <laughs> you know, if you guys start following Monica at Mocha Vita M O K A v-i-d-a uh you will know that i'm going to be appearing on her podcast the safe word podcast in a few weeks so that should be cool Uh, i'm looking forward to sitting down and recording that so you guys should definitely you know check her on twitter check out their podcast see how it is if you don't like it come tune back in uh when i'm on and if you like it cool that's awesome um, as always, please uh, make sure you are subscribed to the Man Who Are Podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, wherever you prefer to get your podcasts. Uh, and if you can, you know, leave a review, leave a comment, leave a rating, okay? Take a screenshot of it, send it to me, I'll mail you a free condom. How's that? It's a great deal. As always, you can uh, follow me on Twitter at TheBillyPercita. Use the hashtag Man Who Are Podcast. Uh, say hello, say hi, say cheerio. And if you prefer to do that a little bit more privately, you can email me at manhorpod at gmail.com. I'm gonna I'm gonna work on working on having some happiness time tonight. Guys, it's gonna be okay. Billy's gonna pull through. I've got some like really hot sex lined up this weekend, so I mean it can't be that bad. Hashtag manhor problems. See you guys next week. Stay slutty. <laughs> <laughs>